ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, May 19th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw, Hurt Seltzer, it's made here. Coming up today on the program, Marshall women's basketball coach, Tony Kemper. He joins me here in the next few minutes. A new addition to his staff today. Jenna Burdett has been named as an assistant coach. So Coach Kemper is going to join us here in the next few minutes to talk to us about his new assistant. And of course, uh, he made a hire a few weeks ago. And we're just going to talk. We haven't talked to him since he has made some changes to his staff. So we're going to talk to him. We'll get your phone calls in, I promise. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. So we'll do all of that. Uh, we just got a lot to we got a got a lot to get into today, and I guess we got to start with something that's really. I hate to see it happen. Marshall Thundering Hurt All American offensive lineman Kane Madden, one of my one of my favorite players of recent memory. I, I love talking to Kane. He makes the announcement. He does it on social media, on Twitter, that he has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Now, here's what he wrote. He said, after much thought and prayer, I have made a decision to enter the transfer portal. I'm genuine gl- I am genuinely grateful for the five years at Marshall where I have been able to grow and cultivate my skills both off and off the field. He said, thank you to all my coaches, teammates, athletic staff, and especially Herd Nation for supporting me on my football and academic journey. I will be forever a son of Marshall. And he signs at Kane Madden. So he makes that statement today. You hate to see that. He will be able to start wherever he goes. Whatever school picks him up, we'll be lucky to have him. And I hate to see Kane Madden go. I really enjoyed Kane Madden. You, 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 you find when you talk to these players – you find out more about them. They're not just players on the football field. And Kane was always fun to talk to. It was always a, always had a great attitude. Always personable. Always pleasant. You know, you love that. He wasn't shy. He he would talk to us. Just I love his personality. So I hate to see that. Plus he was really good. By the way, let's not talk about all the other stuff. The football part is where you're gonna miss him. You know on the field because. He was good. He was a good offensive lineman, so hopefully things work out for both him and the Marshall Thundering Herd. Speaking of the Thundering Herd, former Penn State defensive end Shane Simmons committing to Marshall. That was in a tweet yesterday from him. He said, let's run it back, Coach Huff. Committed to Marshall University. Huff recruited Simmons when he was on the coaching staff of Penn State, so those two have a history there. And also... Charles Montgomery, one of the uh, Sunshine State's highest-ranked unsigned class of 2021 prospects, and this is according to Herd247, announced a commitment to Marshall over social media yesterday. We were all talking about soccer, so I might have missed this one. But Montgomery had been committed to Florida throughout much of the recruiting process. But according to 247, he backed off a verbal pledge to the Gators in the middle of December, the kid's versatile enough to be a slot receiver or play corner. So there's the latest recruiting news. And, of course, 
We're going to have to get Tom Bragg back on soon from Herd 247, talk a little bit more about some of these uh, upcoming kids that have committed to the Thundering Herd. But the big loss here today is Kane Mab. I wonder, and this is me speculating, I just wonder, did he not like the philosophy? Did he not like what was going on with the program? Did he just decide, hey, look, Doc was my guy. Did he decide, hey, I've given everything I can to Marshall. I want to pursue something else. There's an opportunity for me here. I'm really curious what goes into his decision-making process. you got a new coach, obviously, Things aren't going to be the same. Coach is going to come in and do things different, not necessarily better or worse, different. And I appreciate Coach Huff saying that, making the distinction that things we're doing are different. We're not saying you were doing it wrong before. We're just doing it this way now. This is how we do things. And so I'm kind of curious on that front. But at the same time, this young man will be able to – go pretty much anywhere he wants, I'm sure, and find a spot. I mean, he's an offensive all-star. He's an All-American. He'll definitely add some value to wherever he decides to go. They'll get a great pickup here, and he'll continue his journey. And really, the one thing I hate about the transfer portal is the one thing that I love about the transfer portal is these kids have opportunities now. And the transfer portal... On one hand, for whatever reason, whatever reason, and I don't want to get into the, the argument of oh, the kid just can't cut it or you know the kid doesn't like the adversity, the kid doesn't, whatever the reason is, it's not so cut and dry. Whatever the reason is, if it's a bad fit, and I don't think kids are just dropping out saying, you know, I can't cut it here, or coach isn't nice to me. I think if it's just not working, Coaches can leave. Coaches can change schools. And so players can change schools. What I hate about it, though, is you know we like a guy like Kane Madden. You want to see a guy like Kane Madden play for the Thundering Herd. You want to hopefully root for all his successes while he's wearing that Herd jersey and then afterwards. But I mean, he put it out there, hey, you know, I'm always the son of Marshall. But he's moving on, and he's going to – put himself in the transfer portal. So whatever his reason is, you wish him best, and hopefully the Thundering Herd can go out and successfully recruit some young men that can come in and that want to be with the program. Because, honestly, if the coach doesn't want to be with the program and he can find a new opportunity, the coach will leave. If a player wants to find a different opportunity, a player now has the opportunity. I think it's incumbent upon the university – it's incumbent upon the coaching staff that you can eliminate all the little things that might make a kid want to, to leave. Things that, things that can be cleaned up, things can be fixed. Say, hey, coach, I'm not getting much playing time here. Well, here's what you need to do. Coach, it's just not working out. We don't get along. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's another story altogether. All right, uh, I'm going to turn my attention to basketball. Tony Kemper. I haven't had Tony Kemper on in a while. I need I need a little Tony Kemper motivation on this show today. So when we continue, uh, we're going to talk to the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. He's coming up next here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the May 19th edition. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome to the program now. He is a good friend of the program. He is the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. It feels like it's been several months since I've talked to him. It was just to wrap up a basketball season. Um, you've been busy, Coach. Uh, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. You know, I, I think uh, I think the last time I was here, you maybe called me your favorite coach at Marshall or something like that. And I, I do have a feeling that I've been overtaken by Coach Grassy in between because he's had uh, quite a week and uh, and their whole program but boy it's been fun to watch and i appreciate you having me on to transition to uh a different round ball okay let's um let's go ahead and, and let's update the rankings now here are, are you ready for this yeah there's no there's no way with a straight face you can't you can't put him number one there's just no way i can't i, I can't sit here and allow that to happen look but I'm, go ahead go ahead let's see okay let's okay we're gonna go ahead it, it's gonna be a you know what? It's like the coaches poll. There were two or three people uh, that voted for other schools other than Marshall when that coaches poll came out here. I mean, I don't know what, who those I coaches. I saw that. Yeah, I, I mean, don't... how can that? How does that even happen? I don't even understand. I mean, unless you're voting for yourself, I don't know if you like um, salt, coach. Salt. Sometimes coaches are a little salty. No, I, I understand the lot, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me at all. But I'm not sure who they they were supposed to be in order to to prove it, you know? Yeah, I don't know who they are, but it doesn't matter. The trophy is sitting, uh, sitting soundly right now in Coach Grassy's living room. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Good point. Yeah, it's all good. good so, so we'll go with Coach Grassy for one right now. Um. I when I talk to Coach Agnes, she's automatically one because I'm not telling yeah. her she's not. In your well, she could, could she could talk you into if even if you voted her too. By the time you got off, she would have she would be back in the one hole. She she can uh, she can sell. I think she can get that done for herself. She can, she can, and and then uh, it's Tony Kemper. But the okay. thing is, Tony Kemper is always going to be a contender for the top spot, no matter what season it is. Coach Kemper is always a contender for the top spot. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'll tell you, it's an Olympic year, so I, I guess I'll I'll be happy with the bronze medal. I mean, you, you don't – here's the thing, though. You don't, you don't win the silver, you win the bronze. So, I mean, look at it that way. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but I, I like winning. So I'm fine with. It. Okay, but yet if you lose the gold medal, did you win the silver? No. Okay, you, I understand. You won the bronze. You. So third, third is kind of better than second. Yes, yes, because you, you 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 okay. you won the bronze. You you lost the gold, and for silver, you lost the gold. But yeah, you won the you won the bronze. And so look at it that way. Okay. I think that's fair. I can see how we got there. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I learn something every day. Yeah. I made it to 521 today, and you finally topped it. So, so <laughs> I, you win the bronze, but you don't win the silver. I yeah, got it. Yeah, that's an accurate statement there. Tony Kemper <laughs> is on the program. See, I needed this today. 
Um, I needed that. I'm laughing now. I feel good all of a sudden. I'm glad you're here because uh, I was sitting there thinking, man, what's going what's going to happen today? What can I talk about now? Because I've I've talked about a sport that I'm not that strong with for several weeks now, and yeah, I needed this because you are the perfect cure for I don't know what to talk about on Wednesday. Here it is. Uh, you are making some changes to your staff. Hey, let's start chronologically. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had Lexi Barrier, you know, Ironton standout. She's now on your staff. You've worked with her now for a few weeks. What's uh, what's Lexi bringing to you? Well, actually, truth be told, we've still been, she's kind of been working remotely. Her, they're both her and Jenna's first day is Monday officially, but we've been uh, we've been working a little bit on the phones and recruiting and things like that. But that, there, Lexi's got a great personality. You know, she's they both. If you look at their resumes, they both went to NCAA tournaments as players, and they both went to NCAA tournaments as coaches. If if you count the Division two stuff that that Jenna did at Glenville State, so um, you know, I I felt like that was important is let's we kind of have a chance to reset our staff a little bit and uh i'm excited about um the it's been tough and you know we've we've a lot different but i'm excited about the changes and um i'm excited to for their i I like their youth i think they're going to really connect well with our players and and my hope is they can teach them a little bit about how to get where we want to go Looking at the changes you're making here, um, let's talk about. Let's just yeah, we'll talk to, about Lexi first here. She gives you something that you covet. You like local talent. If there's a, a Division One caliber player in the local area, you want to be on the phone with them. You want to do whatever you can to get them to come to Marshall. Um, how does Lexi help you there? Because, you know, she's a standout from Ironton. I'm sure she opens up some doors maybe you didn't have before. I don't think there's any question. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, her back, you know, as soon as she gets back and she's on the phone with local recruits, they, they know exactly who she is. And they remember her from her, uh, you know, first of all, her career at Ironton. And then, um, you know, the AAU scene is so big nowadays. She had a tremendous career in that. And then she transitioned it to James Madison, where she had a great career there. And then, um, you know, she's been at North Carolina State for a year. And NC State was the number one seed in the tournament. Um, they were as talented as anybody. They kind of, honestly, they were upset in the Sweet 16. But, um, you know, she has won a lot and been around a lot of winning lately. And, uh, you know, so you're right. I think it's going to really resonate with with recruits. and, and uh, I felt like it was important to get some more. I've been here for a while. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not a native son as far as that goes, but I'm starting my 10th year here at Marshall. So I have a pretty good understanding of this area now. Um, you know, almost all my kids were born here, uh, et cetera. Um, but I did feel like it was important to, to try to find some people with connections to here. Um, I, I think that they're both really excited to sell their area you know jenna's up from she's from up around that school to the north of us that wears the the ugly green um so not too far away she understands this area and she's well connected too to players around here in the state of ohio and the west virginia ones from her days at glenville and then you know the 
the past year she's been in Northern Kentucky. So, um, you know, that's a, a pretty good tri-state connection there with her as well. I think the official color is hunter green. I think that's what you're looking for. Hunter green. I think that might be it. Might, might be it. I like our bright green. Okay. I like our Kelly. So the Kelly's better than the ugly hunter. Okay. Um, see, yep. I, lear- I learned something now. Yep. Yeah, I knew that, but I learned. I didn't know that was a designation for hunter green. Ugly green. Uh, <laughs> well, I made sure I said north because we got a little hunter green in our league that's south of us. So. Right. Got to keep them all straight. Got to keep the hunter greens, you know, in the right geographical area. I understand completely. And uh, you bring in Jenna Burdett. She has a year now under her belt as uh, Northern Kentucky's director of basketball operations. That's a great program. She was also an assistant coach for Glenville State for a couple of seasons. And the Mountain East Conference is a very strong title uh, conference. So you win back-to-back titles there. 40 and four mark in league play, so she knows what winning's all about. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, from a recruiting standpoint, uh, what are you getting from her? Well, she, you know, if you go back to her playing career at Dayton, she was one of the best. You know, Dayton played in the Sweet 16 when she played there at Dayton, and she was one of the best guards in the Atlantic 10. And so, right away, I think. You know, we're adding a, a really good teacher of the game of basketball from the guard position. And if you've watched us here in the last couple of years, we've got some pretty talented guards. Um, you know, Savannah Wheeler, uh, I think we added two that are really talented. We've got a lot of others in the stable, too. And um, the deeper I got into the interview process, you know, that started to really come come clear to me that I thought Jenna could really, um, you know, tutor our guards. And if we can continue to get development out of that position, um, you know, I, I think that we can really start to move forward. And, um, you know, I think we started to do that at the end of the year. You look at the wins we had down the stretch against Rice and, and Middle Tennessee. I mean, we were the team at the end of the year that was beating the best best teams in our league. And you, you've got to start doing that if you're ever going to climb the mountain. So I, I think we're poised to take some steps. And I think adding a coach, um, that can really help on the floor in that manner with those guards. And, um, she she played professionally for a year as well. Um, so, you know, she's got a background that I think can really come in and help um, at that position. Was that important for you to have someone that can come in and maybe have several coaches that can come in and probably if you, you put together a pickup team, you could probably beat what you have currently on the floor just to, to, to teach them better. I mean, because I've seen your shot coach. It's pretty good. I wouldn't want to guard you. Well, I'm, I'm retired officially when I hit, hit, when I went over the hill, I don't get out there much, but you know, that's an interesting point. I, I think if you follow basketball at, at any level, um, that that is a trend of higher assistants that can move around and, and can uh, be in the drills and can guard players and things like that. And when I, you know, I set out to hire the best people that we could. And uh, during the process, I think you also learned that about Jenna. You know, one, one of Jenna's answers that I loved, um, you know, she asked if we use practice players, which we do sometimes, um, but that's kind of tough to do you know, every day. And I said, well, how, you know, how do you run drills um, if we don't have practice players and, you know, maybe we're short on managers or whatever. And she said, well, 
I guess I'm practicing, you know, and uh, I, I thought that was a great answer. And it's exactly the kind of person that I want in here. Um, you know, I, she loves basketball. Lexi does too. Um, loves basketball and it's what she is. And I thought she really, that really showed through during the interview process and especially in that, that answer, you know, I, I guess I'm in there uh, getting sweaty and getting dirty. And I, I think that, I think she's going to be able to instantly, um, you know, connect with players. And I think she can make them better. Marshall women's basketball coach, Tony Kemper joining us on the program. So you've been talking about working remotely. Things are starting to, to get better. Things are getting back to a point where we can have more normal interactions, whatever that is these days. How difficult has it been trying to put this together, still work remotely, knowing that eventually everything's just got to come together. Everybody's got to be in, in the same room, same court eventually. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, that has – so we have been apart, but it really hasn't had to do with COVID. Um Lexi is, she, she is getting her, she's working on her master's degree at NC State. So she's finishing up her year down there. Um, and then Jenna basically finished out the year at Northern Kentucky. So we're, we're, you know, we've kind of been working together um, as much as we can via phone and things like that until we can get them down here. So Jenna was actually in town today uh, looking for, looking for a place to live and, um, I think Lexi will be here this weekend, and then you know we all are here on Monday. So um, it, it's been—they're uh, both hungry to help us, you know, improve. And so that, that it really hasn't been an issue working remotely. Um, we are not able to go out on the road yet either. So you know, until women's basketball recruiting period opens in July, and we—it looks to me like we'll be live in July. So we can't really be out on the road anywhere with them anyway. And I, I think they would have been ready to get here if that was possible, but um, we'll get started on Monday and get them acclimated and, and get them going. Tony Kemper is my guest, uh, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. Uh, good news. You get to tune in to the show tomorrow because Jenna's actually going to be with us because she is busy today house hunting from what I was informed earlier. So she'll be with us tomorrow. Uh, you missed it when I had your, other hire on I was kind of I was kind of taken aback that the fact you, you missed that show coach uh, I didn't think you missed a single episode because if I've ever said a wrong word you were right there to text me on it so <laughs> I don't know that that's true but I I did uh you did get Lexi in there unbeknownst to me so um I I appreciate that and I'm sure she uh I'm sure some of her personality uh showed through and I, I was I kid her about the way she she makes me younger by the way she answers her phone, you know, which that that's a I think that's going to be good with recruits um and it's going to help take a couple years off me. So, I'm uh I'm glad you had her on. She's she's a high energy um young young lady and she's going to be fun to have around and um I'm sure there'll be a little some pretty good office banter with a personality like Lexi's. How does she answer the phone? You open that up. I need I need to know now. Well, she just, she pops me with some, you know, young, young speak. You know, she, she may say something like, you know, hey, what's good or something like that. And I, I just say hello. You know, I'm old school. Just hi, bye, simple. I'm simple. And she, she, she brings a little flair. Coach, you're not that old. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. You're not that old. Well, I've, 
I know, I know. But some days I feel old trying to trying to keep up with all the the apps and the tweets and everything else. You know, so that and that's what happened with Lexi when you had her on. Somehow that tweet got lost in my feed. I think is what they call it. Somewhere it got get, got hidden in my feed. I'll tell you what. Next time I'll post it the MySpace for you. I'll go back to where yeah you. <laughs> Well, I'm so, I don't have that either. That's how. I, I just skipped the whole generation. I've got the Twitter thing, and it's been fun to look at it the last couple of days. It's been full of trophies and a lot of smiles. So I haven't missed many of those. And I, I appreciate having Lexi on, and I think Jenna will be great too. So it's good to talk Marshall women's basketball. All right, so what can I hit Jenna with tomorrow so she just goes, oh, this it's going to be like that, huh? You know, I need I need some things I can just shoot at her. What What do you got for me? Wow, I might have to think about that and okay. text you a little bit. But I, I think she's, you know, Jenna's pretty humble, and maybe maybe try to hit her with something about how good a player she was. I think if you go back and look at look at her playing career, I think it's awfully good. Um, and she probably won't say much about that, but she was pretty darn good at Dayton, and they won a lot of games, so. That's probably it. She she won't break the stats out on her own, um, but uh, but you can probably bust her a little bit about that. She'll she'll be pretty humble, I think. Okay, so I need to go get the stats for Jenna. Get her get her numbers. I already got the coaching marks here. Uh, the fact that she was at Northern Kentucky. I mean, what's it say? Now you're not going to be humble. I hope here on this, but what's that say? A program like Northern Kentucky is really good, and she leaves there to come coach with you. So what's that say about Marshall and the the program where you've got it right now? Because, again, I think Northern Kentucky, we all agree, that's a really good program. Yeah, I mean, they do a good job up there. I, I think, you know, she's going to have more responsibilities here, you know, and I felt like I, I got a lot of information about um, how she was at Glenville State. Co- coach Stevens at Glenville State is, is a good friend of mine and does a great job. You kind of set her record there in the Mountain East. and. Um, so I knew a lot about her then, and, but I, I think Jenna's ready to come down here and um, really impact our program. And she's going to be in that kind of role for, for us and for me. And, you know, the little bit that we've worked together, I, I think I think her personality really fits well with mine. She's she's a little bit more deliberate than me, and I think that's really good for, my, for myself, you know, to have um, – somebody that that maybe isn't quite as impulsive and 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 thinks it through differently than I do but I, I'm super excited to get her and um, you know I know she's excited to get down here and get to work how does she answer the phone she kind of sounds like me hello okay you know it's a little more a little more subtle you know I don't know if Lexi gave you any flair when you called but she's she does me you know which is good like I said, that's good. I, I like it. I figure she was just trying to feel her way through the first time, not knowing who I was, not knowing that I, I do like to have a, a a good time, a sense of humor here, because ultimately at the end of the day, I when I try to take this job too seriously, I'm no fun. So I, I'm on the radio. I get to talk sports. Yeah. So I got to remember this she, is fun. She's, yeah, she's going to be our designated staff trash talker. Okay. I'm let her... Let her handle that. I was never very good. I couldn't do, I couldn't do two things at once. I had to focus on everything that was being yelled at me, 
I, I could not, you know, talk to the other team and get anything done as well. So I'm probably a little bit that way as a coach. So we'll let her, we'll let her, you know, be the Michael Jordan and try to get into, into people's heads. So Jenna's going to be the one that's going to walk you back to the bench. And Lexi's going to be the one that's going to be walking away from the bench to, to, to say what you can't. Yeah, she might go back for more, and then Jenna will, you know, she can, Jenna can probably rally the troops while I'm having my discussions. And, uh, you know, and then when I go back to figure out what we're doing, then, uh, then uh, Lexi can go, go back at it and see what she can get done. I, I like that. I hadn't thought about that. I've written, I've written down a lot of plans, but, Paul, you might have helped me with, with uh, you know, the times when I get a little sideways. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you didn't see it because you've got Lexi, the trash talker, so she's basically going to be the one that the, the ref's going to have to deal with as Jenna's walking you back. Coach, okay, we we got we to gotta get ready for the next play here. Let Lexi handle that. You know, we need you over here. So she's probably going to be your control while as, as Lexi's just going to probably be the uh, the mouthpiece for the program. Backup. She's backup. Okay. So I'll go out for a little bit, and then when I come back, then she goes out. I think it's a good plan. Okay. So, hey, basically, it's like a tag team, a professional wrestling tag team. You know, she'll tag, exactly. she'll tag exactly. in as you go back. Okay. That sounds right. Yep. And she might be able, she might have a mouth that can get her off the top rope. She may come straight off the top rope. That's what I'm trying to say. All you right. Know? I like the wrestling. I like the reference. You know, I mean, little macho man. That's about action. all I know of wrestling. You top I've rope. had to learn a lot about soccer lately, like you, and I, and I, I, I know nothing about wrestling. My kids all play soccer, so I had a little head start. Right. Um, but if you start talking wrestling, I got no idea. You remember when no I hated idea. soccer? You remember that? You remember that? You remember, uh, that? remember that day, that year, you know, that, that life of mine? Yeah. That's over now. Yeah, see, I, I got called out on Twitter in, in jest today. It's like, hey, the one positive, Paul Swan likes soccer now. Yeah, we, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who yeah. doesn't around no, here? No, no, let, me read, let me read this to you verbatim here. One of the overlooked but positive aspects of the herd's success on the pitch the past couple of years is the transformation of Paul Swan into a soccer fan. I remember when he used to brutally denigrate the sport and its fans. And then there's a... Um, Here's a cute little uh, gift there with, uh, you know, with Deadpool on it. You know, so um, I don't know if I denigrated well, anyone. If I did, I'm, I, I'm a kinder and gentler Paul Swan now. I mean, you're more educated now than you were before. Yeah, that, that's learned. exactly what it is. It's exactly it. And winning is fun, right? Right. Winning is fun. We can figure out curling. We can figure out. You know, whatever. I can't figure out wrestling, which is what I just tried to tell you. But understand. Wrestling goes up against basketball, so it was one or the other, and so I don't have a lot of time spent in wrestling. No, no, take basketball. Take basketball. It's that's that's a lot smarter for you. Um, and I'll <laughs> I'll get you through hockey eventually. I'm gonna need a lot of help. I'll get get Mercer on the phone. We'll both help you. He's a hockey guy. Oh, you didn't know that about John Mercer? I did not. I thought he was 100% tennis all the time. Uh, let me educate you real quick. Uh, John and I will sometimes, we'll just talk hockey for a few minutes on this show before we even talk about anything okay. Marshall. And he is a Pittsburgh guy through and through. Okay. Penguins guy. He loves 
the Pirates loves the Steelers. Um, I'm not going to name names, but a former assistant coach of his, former standout player of his, uh, would call me and talk trash all the time when the Steelers would beat a certain Cincinnati team that I, I liked. And I think that that certain player, I'm not going to name names, uh, was the equivalent of what Lexi is going to be for you. <laughs> well, I don't know if my Kansas City Chiefs play your Bengals or not, but I'll I'll be sure to send it your way if we do. Actually, I feel pretty good about it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Yes. Well, one five is pretty good. That's all I'll tell you. That's all I need to know. We got him out there running around, slinging it. I feel pretty good. Uh, you want to know when they play? Yeah. January 2nd. In, I'll be playing. In, in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. January 2nd. In Cincinnati. I'm not ha- I've never been to a pro football game, but I might have to brave the elements and figure out a way to get tickets to that because that sounds like fun to me. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can get you tickets to that one, but I will take you to a pro football game if, if, we, uh, if we need to make that trip. I have, you know, that's the one sport I, it, we're usually pretty busy. Right. As as the, the the beginning part of it, and, and you know, we're we're doing martial games and stuff, recruiting wise, and it's always been it's just been tough. I watch a lot of them, um, but I don't. I've never been myself. All right, that's my that's my mission now. Tony Kemper NFL that's your game wife's mission. Yeah, I don't know if okay. I can get you the Chiefs game, but I'll get you to one before before that game. Well, let's hope that's a good ticket. Let's hope the Bengals are still hanging around. They got, I think they've got a quarterback, and they just got to get the pieces around him. Tony Kemper, my guest, lifelong NFL fan, never been to the game, but lifelong fan. I'm, going to, I'm getting you there. That's my mission now. You're, <laughs> we're going. We're going. Sounds good. Sounds have, good, man. Have fun. I will talk to. Uh, I will talk tomorrow to Jenna. Looking forward to catching up with her. Thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll get you back on soon. Absolutely. See you, Paul. Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. I love having co- Coach on. It just I don't have to do anything. I can just talk to him, and, and we're good. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Your Wednesday edition continues. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our phone lines brought to you this hour by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer made pure. Yesterday, the Thundering Herd welcome back with the championship trophy. Great turnout yesterday for Herd fans to welcome the champs back. Very cathartic, I'm sure, for a lot of long-time, long-suffering fans. Remember that soccer program, where it was and what it took to build it and where it is now? It had to be very cathartic for long-time fans that believed in Marshall soccer, that Marshall could have a soccer that is a first-class program, and now it's a national champion. And As we alluded to earlier, if you were with us during my interview with Tony Kemper, the soccer poll came out, and... Marshall was not the unanimous number one team. There were a few votes that went other directions. Four, I believe, was the number. Four coaches 
in that poll voted for other schools in the final rankings, which it really doesn't matter because Marshall is the national champion. So, of course, they're the number one team. But still, feels like there's a little salt in the wound here because Marshall went through the establishment to get the championship. Now it's incumbent upon Marshall to do it again, to consistently be a challenger and win national champions to prove that this wasn't a fluke. But Marshall did not back into this thing. And Chris Grassy. Chris Grassy always had faith that Marshall could be a national champion. You just talk to him, and here's a man who was, in his convictions, believed that Marshall could one day win a national championship. Uh, yeah, it's been a long process. Like I've talked about, the first 17 and 18 were very, very tough, you know, very, very challenging, but the most rewarding uh, of my career. And then after 2019, it all just kind of clicked. And, and once you feel that you can beat a team like that and, and beat some of the teams that we did, um, you kind of feel like you can accomplish anything, you know, and then we were getting better and better at it. And then, you know, obviously we lost some big players in 19, but we replaced them with, with, with big players who just really complemented each other so well, and it just kind of clicked. But it's before it's the football, before it's the tactics, you know, we've got to get the logistics right and, and we've got to get the support right. And we've had to do everything perfectly well this, this, this year with COVID and, you know, have to be entirely dialed in with all of that. And then it's the culture, you know, the, the, the culture, it was the belief in that game, but, but watching how the guys were interacting with each other, watching how it felt for them to be a part of it and, and, and feeling it myself. You know, once that culture felt right, everything else felt possible. That's Chris Grassy talking about his faith that Marshall could win a national championship. And Chris has a special place in Marshall history now. I don't think he's worried so much about that place. He's not even thinking about it. But he does have a special place all time now in Marshall sports history. It feels... I don't know. It feels a little bit surreal right now, uh, to be honest. You know, it's it's something I've dreamed of. I, I've I've been on the wrong side of this press conference, uh, you know, too many times, three too many times. So to finally win it is just it's a bit of a relief. And then you know, I found my attention start turning to 21. Okay, how do we repeat? What do we need to do? How can we evolve this team? How can we evolve this feeling? How do we keep this going? How do we transplant this to August? How do we then start the, the, the recruits and, the, and the, uh, the players we got signed and coming in? You know, how do we bed them in quickly? How do we take almost every one of these guys except Jamila coming back and we're going to add, you know, a bunch of talented players to this roster? So how do we then win it again? You know, what do we, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to take this magic and, and to transplant it to next season and then evolve, evolve tactically? Because teams will, you know, look at us and they'll be watching film of, of how we've played because I think it's a little bit different than... Uh, you know, most teams I've seen playing this season with the deep possession and, and, and trying to avoid the, the counter a little bit and, you know, being a little bit more tactical when we push numbers forward. And I think, you know, teams will, there's so many great coaches and so many great co- coaches in Conference USA, you know, that, that have helped us. We've, well, not helped us, but we've had to beat them. And obviously that has helped us, you know, their work ethic, their, their drive in the conference to make the conference, you know, one of the best conferences in the country. Has, has really challenged us and, and we'll have to evolve again for the, for those guys and I think you know Conference USA is going to get stronger and stronger so as long as we can continue to to win in there and compete in there we'll always be ready to to come out and to have a run in the tournament um, yes yeah, so I think right now I'm, I don't know <laughs> thinking about next year I guess 
That's what he's thinking about. He's not thinking about his place in martial history. He's thinking about the next championship. Chris Grassi, congratulations once to him, to him and his program on the success they have enjoyed these last few years. We will wrap it up when we come back here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Time to wrap this one up. I want to thank my guest, Tony Kemper. Appreciate him coming on the program today and telling us about his new hire, Jenna Burdett. She'll be with us on the program tomorrow. Don't forget, you can find me anytime on Twitter at Paul Swan. We've got a podcast. You can download that at any time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast. And, of course, you can also find us on Facebook. We've got a page for you. We've got a group for you. Just search The Drive with Paul Swan. One will usually lead you to the other, and that's going to do it for this edition. Once again, thanks to Tony Kemper. I'm Paul Swan. Have a great night, everyone. Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.